Hi, this is Let's Finally Watch It with me, Lauren Blair Donovan. And me, Clark Kanez. And I don't know if you can see her, and if you're just listening on the podcast, you definitely cannot, but I have my dog, my perfect little therapy companion dog, Lady Grimaldi. Yes. You want to say hi to the pretty YouTube and TikTok people? No? Okay. <laughs> I mean, she she gave uh, she gave a look. She did. Of acknowledgement. She's so. like, I get it. I'm an old Hollywood pro at this point. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for watching slash listening. This is Let's Finally Watch It, which is a podcast where we finally watch the movies that we never saw, one or both of us, mm-hmm. that most Americans have seen. <laughs> yeah, it's such a weird thing because there's just so much out there. I don't think so it's much. our fault. Especially when we're talking old classics. Right. Versus new classics, versus current blockbusters. Mm-hmm. A lot of content. Yeah. I mean, film has been a media since 100, you know, 100 plus hundreds years. Of, 100 plus years. Yeah. So <laughs> we're not going to get to everything. But I feel like there's so many things where I think this, uh, in a lot of ways, it, it, it comes from where people are just like, oh, you haven't seen that? I'm shocked. Which is and, the story of my life. Right, exactly. And I and I think we've run into that a few times. And, and yeah, some people just haven't seen uh, certain things because it's not even in the zeitgeist. Like, I talk to people about a huge movie and they're like, oh, I had no idea yeah. that that even existed. Absolutely. You know? That yeah. happens. I'm more of a TV person. And that happens right. even with, like, I was talking to someone who never saw Mad Men last week, which oh. you've only seen parts of, right? I'm just remembering that. I've never now. seen an episode oh, of Mad Oh, you haven't? Men. You're not even the person I was talking to. I know. About. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is literally, no, my, it's like, oh, my, it's like yeah. uh, everybody. Yeah. Everybody tells me about that show. It's so good. You have to watch it. Sopranos. You have to. I, I haven't, haven't seen that one either. Okay. Maybe we'll start a TV podcast yeah, too. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Yeah. But it's funny, though, because it's like, I, for whatever the reason, have missed so many classic movies, whether it's Wizard of Oz, whether it's E.T., Goonies, Mm -hmm. uh, Godfather. Like, there's so many films that I think are, like, American staples. I haven't seen them. And it's funny because for a long time I've wanted to do a podcast about this very thing because at this point, like, if you haven't seen E.T. yet, like I have not, you're not just going to sit down and watch it. You almost want, like, an excuse to watch it because you haven't. And I'm sure it's delightful. I've seen parts of it. It seemed delightful. But it's almost ambitious to start movies that everyone has seen right. without an excuse to if you haven't seen it yet, if that makes sense. And it almost feels better when I I grew up really liking watching movies with people and Mm. like and like you know i don't care if they've already seen it but there's some things i wouldn't get right off the bat so it's it'll be interesting like my blank spots too will be like i won't be completely lost you know in space or or given context of yep there's so many movies that we have on the list so far that it's like 100 plus <laughs> right and the thing is is so it's so funny because some of these i'm like i know that from animaniacs but i don't references That's references the thing. so yeah. many things are just ubiquitous in like culture mm-hmm. like for instance one of the first movies we're going to watch is wizard of oz which i haven't seen but like right. i know all the plot points i know how it ends yeah. cuz it's like so in culture so it's like just wild 
you feel like you've I can ref I can BS my way through like a trivia challenge mm-hmm. with some of these movies that I've never seen before. Right. I know. I feel like I've learned more about I probably know the whole plot of Harry Potter just from doing improv scenes. Oh, that's hilarious. You know, like I, I <laughs> we're both re- uh, LA yeah. based comedians. So many references are just ubiquitous in culture, like Animaniacs, yeah. like there's parodies of things. Mm-hmm. There's just that. And I feel just agreeing with people in a certain conversation. It's like, Oh, have you not seen that? Oh, um, I think I had. Yeah, it's yeah, easier. Yeah. It's so it's easy, much easier. Easier just to, to just instead of getting lectured for yeah. not seeing something because right. that's me. One of my biggest gaps of knowledge is Star Wars, mm-hmm. which you touched on. This I've technically seen the first one from the seventies. I understand that there's prequels now, but it's the first okay, one yeah. that existed, uh, you know, yes, in, in, in our timeline, order. yeah, um, in production order, yeah. right? <laughs> in production order, exactly. That's a showbiz term. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen it twice, but I was so lost. And like one was when I was 13 with my dad and my brother and the other was with a now ex. And I didn't understand what was going on Mm -hmm. at all. And I watched it with my now ex because he was so into Star Wars and was like, you have to see it. But then he fell asleep five minutes in. Yeah. And that's a weird, if you grew up with Star Wars, people don't understand what I'm talking about, but it's like this whole different world. Right. And exactly. I'm like, I don't understand why I care about these characters. I don't know what species these are. Are they good? Right. Are they bad? Wait, now we're in a different world. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I'm only ever going to watch Star Wars again because of this podcast. Basically, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, but I mean, that kind of goes back to the whole thing about people not given enough context for mm-hmm. like. It's hard jumping into something. I yes. mean, that's why I get like nervous about like starting any show that's past like four seasons i um, feel like i'm gonna be lost in the weeds or something well yeah you gotta and, start over for sure instead right. of entering <laughs> yeah something about like watching with people and having that shared experience and stuff and sure. being able to know where people are coming from and and why people like things so much because there's plenty of things yes. where i'm just like i had no interest in watching it and i still i watched it and i did like it you know or, sure. or vice versa absolutely which is another big thesis of this podcast because the few movies that i have seen after it Mm -hmm. was acceptable to watch if you will i have questions like the breakfast club i saw that when i was 25 years old and i'm like this is the quintessential high school movie it is so clicky it is so black and white it is so everyone's an archetype or a caricature not even a character so if i didn't see this as a kid never mind you know, I wouldn't have been uh, old enough to see it when it was released, but like, I don't even know if I was alive actually when it was released. But even if I saw it as a 12 year old in my own generation, like maybe I would have liked it because it would have felt aspirational. But as yeah. a 25 year old lady whose like brain is for- fully formed, <laughs> right. and I've already been through not just high school, but college and then young 20 something social circles, I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't relate to any of this so it's going to be super interesting to see right what holds up and what doesn't through the lens of either one of us that maybe hasn't seen it exactly and i think there's plenty of things that are undeniable hits like sure hits sure and i just can't there's a barrier and i know it's because of the of the time and the place that i watched something Absolutely. You know? like, yeah. 
That's a common experience that I don't think we talk about enough. So right. much of like the media that you like really depends on if you sell it at a young right. age. Right, exactly, it. yeah. So yeah, okay, let's talk about... So you, you have... I have more general gaps of knowledge. It's kind of a little bit of everywhere. But like, what would you say that your gaps of knowledge are? So like, I'm going to just say it. <laughs> I was very pretentious in my what? in my <laughs> teens and my 20s i am so not pretentious now though um but, no you're but, not you're not no, I'm, I'm not i, I you am, have good taste I'm, look right. i used to be a little pretentious too for sure like, we, we've talked about this we yeah. would have been friends at probably every stage of our life of course there's some people that you you can only meet at a certain time and be friends mm-hmm. with but we're like oh no we've been running parallel right. <laughs> with our attitudes and tastes probably to some extent oh absolutely. our whole lives yeah knowing that about me i mean you could kind of from from that kind of glean that it's kind of like yeah teen movies when i was a teenager sure so like you're talking about the breakfast club i watched that when i was a kid right and i and i kind of you know i kind of liked it but like how dare you (laughs) right but like when i when i watching it now it is hard to watch now but now so, like, when I was a teenager, I couldn't, you could not catch me at, like, at any teen movies. So, yeah. like, uh, She's All That and, like, movies like that. Um, That's actually a movie I saw, like, just a few years ago. I didn't oh, see it when I was okay. a young one either. So, I okay. relate a little bit to that because sure. it looked dumb. Right. And I was like, I'm good. Like, not that I didn't like other dumb movies, but I was like, I felt like I was mm-hmm. being preached to with contemporary teen movies. Right. Like, this is how high school yeah. Or prom or whatever is supposed to be. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't like yeah. it. I don't, I don't need it. it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we've talked about like the Woodstock 99 generation. And like, mm. I think that they're we're not fans. <laughs> right. We're not fans if, if that's uh, a surprise to anyone. Should but, be if you've been listening so far. <laughs> yes. And so I really feel like when I was, you know, when I was a teenager in my 20s and stuff there was a lot of like super egg and there still is there still is but like i just kind of don't i'll write something off if i just get a a hint yes of anything and and yeah i I tended to not like romance movies like straightforward like rom-coms they had to be weird for me to watch it which i think is kind of kind of the like loose genre that i like is like kind of normal but also a little bit weird like it has to be a little weird for me to watch it that's why i love the indie movies of like the late 90s and into the 2000s because they often were Mm -hmm. straight up genres of whether it was a rom-com or whether it was something else but a little bit weirder a little bit more twisted a little bit more whatever you know so like I, re- I relate to that. That makes right. sense. Yeah. And, and for those of you that don't know, w- our shorthand with Woodstock 99 is just toxic male yes. masculinity, exactly. often in cargo shorts. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of a longstanding joke with yeah. us and our good friend, Jen Curcio, who will be on here at some point. Yes. Uh, and just um, how bad, how tasteless some of the late 90s music was. Like the rest mm-hmm. of the 90s, great, but like. Oh, yeah. But you know, it was. Uh, Limp Biscuit. No, thank you. Yeah. I know we're talking about movies and not music, and we probably shouldn't alienate our audience too much. <laughs> but, right. Eh, but, eh, that's probably a reference that's going to come up a few times. Yeah. I mean, you could only see, again, so many things. Yes. Like, okay, I, you know, I would watch like a lot of indie movies, and I would. I used to like to go to indie theaters and watch whatever 
I was also uh, president of the film club. You so were? I was in high school. I was the president of the nerd film alert, club. Nerd alert, nerd alert. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's the first time I've ever been called a nerd. Um, I'm but, kidding. I think that's actually really kidding. cool. I was vice president of SAD, Students Against Drunk Driving. So I was oh, like wow. an uber nerd. So it's fine. Oh, Again, we would have wow. been friends. Yeah. Well, I was in a lot of different clubs. But like, I really did like being... Actually, so I wasn't elected i was vice president but then the president got impeached and, and oh like did in you the do first that did you get weeks, him impeached yes fair enough of course i'm very <laughs> i'm very eventually i'll be the only person hosting i'll get rid of you and your little dog too no, i know that's a wizard of oz <laughs> reference again it it's all over exactly. culture but don't get rid of grimmy no rid i'm of just me, kidding it'll just be, yeah grim is no you know an angel. She's such a good dog. No, she'll always be on here. Um, she's our mascot. Yeah, the she's the mascot. So, like, when I was president, I remember when I was president of the film club, I remember I had this... I, oh, I have to I have to really get, like, the best movies and mm. stuff like that. So, I think that might have started me off on that foot. Also, that would make yeah. so much sense. Yeah. And also, like, my parents always liked really cool movies. Like, my, you know... They got me into Star Wars when I was young and right. stuff. So, you know, it's just like the Your way I grew Your parents sound up. cool. Like, the more you talk about them, they just sound yeah. like they have really fun taste yeah. in everything. I definitely yeah, want to meet them at some point because they just sound fun. <laughs> yeah, they're they're cooler than I am for sure. Well, you're um, cool. I'm, yeah, I'm cool. You're a nerd, but, but you're cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of where I kind of feel like I went towards a certain path. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense because a lot of the films that are on, we have a whole spreadsheet of like what we both haven't mm-hmm. seen, what right. we've se- one of us have seen, not the other. And I feel like uh, at least for the loose schedule that we have for like what we're going to watch in the first you know several weeks, mm-hmm. it's mostly in terms of what I have seen and you have not is rom coms. And it's yeah. funny because I've only watched them when I was like sick or grieving, like later sure. in life, you know, with like different events because it yeah. felt like brain candy. And some I actually kind of like, mm-hmm. some yeah. I don't. Very few I saw in the appropriate time frame. But that's like watching um, She's All That, for instance, is so much easier than watching Star Wars. On a rainy day, if you've, like, never seen it and you just need brain candy. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like most of yours are definitely... There's a couple of random stuff, but any kind Mm -hmm. of rom-coms or chick flicks or teen right tend to be the, your biggest percentages yeah and there's even some like blockbusters out there sure. like where i just kind of was like zero interest in seeing this, well we but, both yeah. haven't seen avatar yeah because it, it um, didn't look interesting to me i know oh yeah it it just i was like this and i like james cameron i like a lot of james cameron movies but it just it couldn't have looked any worse like for Real, me to want to watch it looked yeah really yeah i did not understand what all the fuss yeah. was about but we'll find out that's we'll one find of the out. first movies we're gonna watch exactly actually it's gonna be in theaters in um i think september yeah like the original yes the original. aren't they coming out with a sequel too? they are coming out with a sequel but it's coming they're re-releasing out re-releasing the original yes they're re-releasing yeah <laughs> let's make this a huge money grab bag like that's what i hear yeah i mean <laughs> pro- it's probably going to be coming back to imax and everything because it was like huge in imax so i imagine they're like okay but they're also i don't need to see it in imax <laughs> or think, the theater for that right. matter <laughs> i mean we'll probably get it on the episode but yeah like I think there's a few reasons why they're doing yeah, it. Yeah, I I can guess too, but yeah, 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 yeah it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna watch it. We're gonna see. Hey, maybe we're wrong. Like that. That's the thing. That yeah. I have been shocked by so many movies that were advertised horribly. 
Like, sure. um, I, I, I mean, this isn't on the list. I don't know yet, but Drive, the movie Drive. Oh, I haven't seen that one okay. either. Okay. So, like... When it was advertised, it looked like a dumb, like, Fast and the Furious movie, mm-hmm. but it is not. And, yeah, we'll put that on the There's list. a lot of both movies and TV shows. I'm spacing on a movie offhand, but mm-hmm. one of the, I think one of the funniest shows from the past, well, we'll just call it the 21st century, is Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Yes. Advertised so stupidly. Really? It was like like a frothy Oh my god, girls living together in the city and one's kind of a bitch. Like and James Vanderbeek. No, it's hilarious. It is, it is dark comedy. It is quick witted comedy. It is character comedy. Mm-hmm. It is so effing good. Right. And it just had terrible uh advertisements. Yeah. They just didn't package it right. Exactly. So and that's I a forgot, real thing. Right. And I forgot how I even started watching it. And I think like a friend told me about mm-hmm. it and like, I was like, okay, whatever. And it is brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And there, there's plenty of things that I've, I've like stuck my nose up at and, um, <laughs> I, they end up becoming one of my favorite things. We'll so. admit when we're wrong. We're like li- it's yes. fine. Cause we're not actually pretentious D bags anymore. If we did no. this when we were like 25, oh, maybe <laughs> you buckle get up. some spicy hot takes yeah and we Ugh. might be willing to die on hills that we shouldn't die yeah. on but i don't think that's either of us right we would now. have talked shit about movies we hadn't even we would actually just pick a movie not watch it and talk shit explain about why it. we don't want to yeah. watch it exactly 110 <laughs> percent yes. tell me about a few movies you do like so we can acclimate our audience i guess we okay. kind of already talked about genres but like what would be your five favorite movies okay uh beginners is my favorite movie keep talking about that i, I haven't I seen that keep yet talking about that we could put it on the list it's kind of like i don't know if anybody else i, I highly we're gonna keep it, it to largely iconic yes. movies and That's then we'll do I mean. some other stuff on our patreon yes. but we might throw in some curveballs because we feel like it yeah and it's exactly. our uh, it's our podcast so we'll and see also, what works and know? also like i do think people should i think this should right. be a hit right uh, christopher Plummer did win an academy award from it it's one of my favorite movies and it's quirky i quirky i i, I think that's kind of you'll hear the list um uh, rushmore is like my second favorite Wes i saw Anderson that is quirky <laughs> yes exactly so it's like things along those lines star wars Empire Strikes Back is probably on there. And like, oh, The Witch is one of my favorite movies. I don't even I, know if I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's a it's a, a family living in the, uh, I believe it's the 1500s in like oh. New England. Oh. But there's some witchy stuff. So it's, like pre-Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. Witchy stuff. <laughs> but it is, yeah, we'll, okay. we'll put that on the All list. Right, we'll put that. It's All a, right. It's a little scary, but it's not that scary. Um, but yeah, I, I like I like movies like that. And Hereditary, I think I would put up there too in the top five. Right. What about you? What what's a your... little all over the map? A lot of comedies like Tommy Boy oh, and like course, other yeah. things of that variety, if you will. Um, some like really weirdly sad movies like My Girl. That was like it's legit been my it's, favorite movie since I was a kid because I was a so dark, good. creepy, morbid kid that was acting out my own little death issues so right. that movie spoke to me um i love a lot of sofia coppola's stuff like virgin mm-hmm. suicides i think was a i don't even i think it is i, I have like 20 favorite movies def- despite the fact that i've never seen a movie apparently like there's so many yeah. i've missed i really do geek out for a lot of movies um so it's hard to rank but i mean i feel like virgin suicides especially as i'm 
trying to be an aspiring writer director you know like that was just so I think uh influential to my own aesthetics that I hope Mm -hmm. to one day right get to produce and stuff and get made um all the more reasons I should be watching movies because I'm in film now so it's a little ridiculous that I'm like "Mm, I've never seen the Wizard of Oz but (laughs) (laughs) but let's hire me Hollywood (laughs) like here I come yeah so we're gonna get rid of some of that arrogance and ignorance all at once but uh yeah that uh Virgin Suicides is very up there with me. I love that. Great uh, soundtrack too. Really great soundtrack. Uh, I love score. the seventies. Yeah. If you, yeah, it's right. by Air. Yeah, by Air. Yeah. Uh, I love the seventies. Mm-hmm. I always dress like I'm going to prom with the Lisbon sisters, basically every right. day. So that movie really did have a profound uh, impact on me. Mm-hmm. Boogie Nights. Oh yes, it's such a well-made movie. I, I can't believe a movie about the porn industry is so prestigiously done and I'm not looking down on the sex industry when I say that but like especially Mm -hmm. for the times in the 90s when it was made that was so taboo and it's frame for frame it's one of the most compelling films I've ever seen well because I feel like especially from that time frame anything that was made that was about the sex industry was very exploitative instead of or very like exploitative but then also like Okay, this is like a guilty pleasure that probably by default is in the top 10. We'll just make it my fifth Mm -hmm. movie just for the intents and purposes because it's an interesting thing we just Mm -hmm. uh, fell into. Showgirls, because I've made so many people watch Showgirls. I've seen it so many times. I think it is an accidental comedy masterpiece. Is it really my fifth favorite movie? No, but I've watched it so much and I reference it so much. And it is, have you seen it? No, I haven't. <gasps> okay, I have to have a movie night because okay. our good friend Russell hasn't seen it either. So I really need to have this. We'll put this on. I didn't realize this should be on the list because it's. it was like a huge bomb, like literally one of the worst bombs yeah. of all time. But if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the best-selling home videos of all time as well. I've it became a cult that. classic, yeah. as is Tommy Boy, which is wild. I like yeah. a lot of uh, home sale movies, apparently. Yes, anything that was popular. <laughs> yeah. Um, anybody who was embarrassed to see it in the movie theater, but was... Uh, <laughs> Which uh, I don't think was Tommy Boy, to be kidding, fair. But, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, it's... I won't give too much away, but, like, the figure itself, the Nomi Malone, who's played by Elizabeth Berkley, is kind of a tragic figure and sort of a lost soul, and it's not... Um, a well-rounded female character let's put it that way so okay yeah i mean she's a tough girl but she's also a sexy girl that's like her two notes right and that's you know that's probably as good as you're gonna get in for 1995 in that, yeah, hell yeah, 1995, yeah <laughs> that was so. edgy oh a girl has two personality traits oh yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and that's kind of one of those movies too where i was like because I used to watch Saved by the Bell, and I was like, oh, I don't want to see her naked. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Oh, boy, will you ever. ever. And she's naked a lot. You, you see know. a lot. Not just, you You can, you see a lot. Really? Okay? You see a lot. Wow. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot. Oh, okay. It's not just, like, you see a lot. Wait, when did you see it, then? When would you have seen that? <laughs> this is really funny, actually. <laughs> it's a two-part answer. I saw it probably the better part of a decade after it was released, but it was on VH1, so half the movie was oh, not even airing because there was no way to censor around. Right. There's so much nudity, so much drug use, so much profanity. So I think it was like an hour movie special with commercials. Like, I feel like it wasn't even that long. Oh and God. they painted on bras on the topless dancers. 
So I thought, oh man, times have changed in like 10 years. God, women in bras. I like, know, right. That was the scandal that I barely remember because I was an itty bitty thing of like 1995. And then uh, my friends and I in college as a goof watched it. Mm-hmm. And I was in for a rude awakening for uh, like just how scandalous. Yeah, <laughs> I was scandalized in the best possible <laughs> way. But I mean, it was hilarious. Uh, it's a great movie to watch with friends. Hence, I need to have a movie night because mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Uh, it's, right. it's it's not something you should watch by yourself. It's not for the faint of heart. You need witnesses and commentary and, right. and all that jazz. But yeah, I think that's a group. So I kind of saw sure. it for the first time twice, the, a decade yeah. plus, I want to say after oh. it was aired, after it was released. So yeah, I remember watching, I remember they showed Pulp Fiction on KTLA <laughs> five, uh, local station. I've here. actually seen that multiple times, believe it or not, because that's not even my wheelhouse. But it's, yeah, I've seen Pulp Fiction. Right. It's wild. But I saw it. So, like, I did see it, like, the original cut, but then... Oh, they edited it down to, like... The edited version is so <laughs> fucking funny. It's, like, monkey monkey face instead of motherfucker, <laughs> which is a crazy thing for them to be, What like, a weird substitution. I have a lot of thoughts on that. W- I don't even know where to begin, yeah. so I'm probably not going to even comment. It's somebody's but job to do that, too. And They should be and, fired. Well, I know. I, I was you like, can't say mofo. Just say mofo. I don't know why they wouldn't have bleeped it out, but I guess like bleeping it out was like acknowledging that there was a curse word there. Oh my god! But there it's was Quentin so many. Tarantino. What do you expect? I know. I know. But like, well, his middle name is motherfucker. I mean, it's probably not, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Yeah, exactly. Like he could have changed it legally. I feel. I don't think his mom would have, but you know, he I think it. he could have changed it. But yeah, but yeah, it. I, I think that that's really funny. Maybe we should try to find like the clean version of censored versions, like, or like when I don't think you've seen this series, uh, but like Sex and the City went to TBS after being on HBO oh, in syndication, right. and like Samantha is not in any of the episodes because she's so uh, dirty talking slash mostly naked having sex at least once an episode. So oh, it's like okay. a lot of her plot points are around you know whatever so there's not really a way to edit like i'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk there's not (laughs) that's a pretty iconic line from the series uh so there's not really a good way to tbsify no that plot point so like she's literally not in half the (laughs) you just have to cut them out yeah Mm -hmm. that's so weird so Yeah, yeah we'll see this is the culture we live in. So, yes. yeah, we're both a little all over the map. A lot of eccentricities, uh, a lot of funny movies, a lot of movies with heart, I think, mm-hmm. no matter what the genre is. I think that's, like, besides Showgirls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, again, it's not really my fifth favorite movie, but we're going to we're gonna make it the fifth for this because it's worth talking about, and this right. is what we want to talk about. So Exactly. There is that. Um yeah. And I think movies, you know, sadly, like, I think especially with the pandemic and everything, mm-hmm. like, it's been, you know, people have been consuming movies, but it's, like, the actual, like, communal movie watching is a little bit yeah. harder to do now. You know, you know? it's so funny, it's though. Like, I don't think I've done a lot of communal watching post-college anyway, mm, so I don't okay. feel like I missed out as much. Um mm-hmm. I feel like I would rather just spread out and watch a movie in bed and get comfortable i don't really want to be crammed into someone's couch with eight other people and i'm a little dodgy about movie theaters for various reasons i'm sure we'll get to in other episodes uh Mm -hmm. you know we'll we'll wrap this up soon we'll save that for another time but yeah so that didn't 
when everyone, I feel like I had so many friends that were like, I just miss going to movies. I can mm-hmm. deal with almost anything else. Right. Cause we're in, you know, LA too. So movies is yeah. hugely in our culture in ways yes. that I've lived in other spots. It's not the same thing. Like no, people love movies everywhere. Don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, it's, I was like, Oh, I don't, that's like the one thing I don't really care about in the pandemic. It, oh, okay. Yeah. For me, it's hard for me to concentrate. I guess what oh, if I okay. if I put on a I I can't even pick a movie hmm. like that's that's the so do you not really watch movies in the pandemic so then? um watching a movie without looking at my phone once is the new reading for me um <laughs> like I really feel like during the pandemic I would either watch like a TV show that I've already seen. And it's been really hard for me to concentrate. So that's, that's why fair. I'm actually like, I, I kind of need focus. somebody to get yeah. me to focus. Yeah. Well, we're just going to be media gurus after this project. Exactly. So as yeah. long as you guys watch and subscribe to our Patreon yes. and social media, let's finally watch it. All the things of the things, mm-hmm. which um, speaking of, so how did we meet? I have an abbreviated version that I tell people. Oh, I want to hear yours then. We met in a cemetery. Yeah, we met in a cemetery. I Which mean, is that's seventy percent true. We met for like a car ride to, yeah, to a cemetery. cemetery. Yes. Yeah. Um, Jen Curcio, our good yes, friend, invited yes. me to be on their podcast. Yes. He has, he's a man of many podcasts. Yes. Touch from the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, a touch from the past. Yes. And we went to a cemetery for a right. touch from the past. Exactly. We the end of 2019. And we've been to a lot of cemeteries ever since. I think since. the next time we saw each other, not was, on like <laughs> Zoom or something, uh, yes. was because the pandemic happened like four months after this. Uh, we uh, went to another cemetery for my YouTube for, uh, <laughs> creepy, uh, creepy and kooky Cali vlog where I go to some places that are not cemeteries, but mostly yeah. cemeteries. But mostly cemeteries. Any kind of weird or kooky, eccentric, creepy, whatever places uh around los angeles and yeah. you've been on a couple of times you went yes. on for holy cross episode and uh the second hollywood forever episode. Yes, it's been twice have you been mm-hmm. on more than twice. twice no it's twice for some reason it feels like you've hit a lot of graves with me because my tiktok with it mm-hmm. i have a lot of clips of you oh jen and lacy yeah. are number one because they've been on a few each slash yeah. like heavy hitter cemeteries and then like I think you're like a solid next oh, good. in terms of how yes. many, like, cause we, we saw quite a few graves together, not to brag on the internet. Yeah. But, I mean, no, we got all famous right. graves together in our friendship. It's like uh gravely serious. Okay? <laughs> oh like, snap. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see. Well, like I've always really liked cemeteries though. Me too. Like, um, Me too. so did Jen. So yeah. we're all friends. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, but I think that kind of shows where our, interests lie oh yeah so, um, i'm so. nodding if you're just listening I'm, right. I'm nodding heavily yeah so i i, I feel like um we're endurance friends we like to hang out like all day let's go yeah. do this let's we have like yeah. epic hangs like yeah. yeah i'll go over at two leave at like 10 or 11 yeah for me is late i prefer an early bedtime but yeah clark is good company so it is right. what it is and grimmy yes grimmy loves her uncle clarky yeah so it's, i think it would be different if grimmy didn't like me but no, no. Grimmy. She'd be like, "We gotta go." I don't like your friends, but yeah, my little traumatized shelter baby loves all my friends now. It's great. Oh yeah, it's it's so it's always nice to have her around. Yeah, but yeah and I girl. think I think we have a lot of. It's weird because you'll you'll meet someone and you're like, okay, okay, 
You feel like you got them. I think the more and more that we talk about things, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. It's a little bit of a best of both worlds. Cause I yeah. think we liked each other from the jump, mm-hmm. but like it's, it's, we had a slow burn friendship in part because of the pandemic and part because mm-hmm. of like scheduling. Right. And in, I've learned to just appreciate when you're not automatically best friends with someone mm-hmm. because most people that I'm automatically best friends with, I'm not really friends with two years later. Yeah. I, I, get I don't what know you if mean, it's because they're just charming because of reasons right. and whatever and they yeah. mold themselves to you and that's why you get along so well, which, you know, um, or if, it's just better. Good things come to those who wait. I don't know what it mm-hmm. is, but yeah. But there's plenty of those. Uh, one of my best friends, Josh McCool. I hated him. I hated oh yeah, him. the guy at your birthday. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Josh McCool. He's he's uh, nice. Yeah, he's very nice. Yeah. But he made fun of Joy Division and in, in The Cure. I get it. First I would have been real mad too uh, if uh, that was me, like yeah. some ten plus years ago. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah, I think um, yeah. So I'm so excited to. To watch some of these movies. Yes. And, and I'm so stoked, too, because I want to do this project for so long. Mm-hmm. But, like, L.A. has... And I'm not even a FLA person. I actually really like L.A., and I think most people are really cool. But whether it's because of scheduling or people are stretched so thin, it some people are, by default, kind of flaky. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it can be hard. I've had so many writing partners. I've been on so many teams. I've had a short-lived podcast or two. And, like... You know, sometimes it's a bad ending and or doesn't ever get off the ground because of something bad. And sometimes it's just like a life thing. So mm-hmm. I've been like holding this idea right. in my back pocket. And we were literally having one of our epic hang days. And I think there was at least three times that you were like, you've seen this movie though, right? And yeah. I was like, nope. And I'd kind of forgotten about this project too. Like I, oh, I forgot a little. It wasn't like yeah. on the tip of my tongue, you know. Um, I'd kind of let it go. And I was like, well, I had this idea. <laughs> Right. I don't know if you'd be into it. And I was delighted to find out that there's a lot of movies that I've seen that you haven't yes. seen. Or that we both haven't seen. It's actually... I thought it was all going to be you rewatching shit. Oh, yeah. I, and I, know I felt you... low-key bad about that. <laughs> no, I, I, I know you had said that, but I was like, oh, there, yeah, no, there's like a lot that I haven't seen. Like, plenty. plenty. Yeah, there's a good yeah. amount. I was pleasantly yeah. surprised because I think it makes it... It's good to just have different mm-hmm. perspectives, right. you know, of like who's seen what. So right. I'm it, super excited that I waited yeah. to pitch this to, to you. you right. Know? And and like the thing is, I want you to explain what like the movies that I haven't seen. That I'm going to mansplain it to you. Yes, please <laughs> mansplain that to me. I will not do that to you because <laughs> that is not cool. But But no, but like. Only on, women on, can mansplain. That's the new right, rule. Right, <laughs> exactly. That's the new rule. I really do think that, you know, if I love Star Wars, like I said. Yeah, yeah. I, do. I need someone to explain it to me. I do need right. someone to explain it to me. But also at the same time, if you watched it and you didn't like it, I would be like, okay, fine. There's right, some, right. like, there's some, like, Star Wars fans that are out there that are like, what? You didn't get this? You didn't get that? The Shut the frick up, you dork. Um, See, but this is why so we're like, friends. We're ex-pretentious, yes, gatekeepery. Exactly. Like I used to say, like if you don't like Sonic Youth, you're not my friend, right? <laughs> I mean, none of my friends like Sonic Youth, so it's just a pretentious thing to I say. Know, like I know. it wasn't even like a real thing, but I wanted it to be real. Like, you know? Yes. Yeah. So, I, but we both have mellowed. Like we both have mellowed over the yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. We're done. So, we can agree to disagree if we have to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I and I feel like that's kind of. Uh, I think we're both kind of like that, you know, yes. especially 
Uh, even though we're both hothead uh, or former Form, hotheads. Yeah, it's like the um, joke, Jen. Yeah, yes. <laughs> the three of us. But but I think that we're um, yeah. I think it's going to be a, f- a fun journey to show you things and you show me things. Absolutely. You know? yeah. It's going to be super fun. I can't mm-hmm. wait. So please yeah. follow along, subscribe, review, and watch our other episodes, which are going to drop along with this episode where we're going to yes. actually watch a few movies. So yes. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. And I'm Clark Canez. And if you want to follow us on social media, even individually, uh, mm-hmm. Blairosaurus, like the dinosaur Blair, I go by Blair more than Lauren. Um, yeah. Blairosaurus Rex uh, tends to be where you can find me on most platforms and in right. and, and you, sir. I, I'm Clarksy. Mm-hmm. So I think on, on TikTok, you're something else TikTok, now, right? I'm, I'm C-L-A-R-X-Y mm-hmm. instead of uh, on, on Instagram. I'm other Clarksy with a K. C-L-A-R-K-S-Y. If you're watching on a video, I'll put the font titles uh, to help you out here. So (laughs) nobody's going to be typing that in. Yeah, I feel like it'll be a link. Clark Inez, Lauren Blair Donovan. There's not a lot of us out there, to be fair. Oh, that is... We yeah. have kind of original names, hey, especially since I'm a good. hyphen girl, too. Yes. Maybe there is a Lauren Blair Donovan, but it, it might not be hyphenated. So. Right. So Lauren Blair, like Mary Jane. So exactly. don't call yeah. me Lauren. Call me Lauren Blair or Blair unless I grew yes. up with you. It's kind of my rule. Right. But uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you watching. so much. And uh, please feel free to watch along with us. Or else. Or else. Or else indeed. (laughs) Bye. Bye.